0: If you just had a guy and all you could see was his face, like imagine a beautiful agony, but for the man mm-hmm. giving the sex face and you just hear like a slapping sound, you wouldn't know if he was, you know, penetrating her deeply in the dog or just giving her spanking or a whipping, whipping her with a forsythia switch. Right. Right. I just thought that was a funny thing to say. <laughs> okay.
1: Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is controversial, but mostly in good faith. Today, we're going to talk about unexpected and inexplicable penis modification, a surprise bisexuality revelation, a man with a pathetic sex face, whatever that means, and more. I'm Keith. My co-host is Mike. Hello, Mike. Hi, Keith. Were there any loose ends from your solo episode, last episode, that we need to tie up? I don't know if they're loose
0: ends. I did feel after recording the episode that I hadn't, um, I sort of talked around uh, what ChatGPT could do, the uh, chat bot that has been yep. released relatively recently, without giving a whole lot of content. I actually, subsequent to the episode, was able to get it to generate some pretty compelling content. So there's at least one piece of content that I thought would be enjoyable to
1: read. <clears throat> okay. Do you need to tell us? what the prompt was or how? No, I can just read it. I think
0: it's a pretty good literatica story. Um, It's relevant to the show. Um, (laughs) It it took me, I mean, I will say that um, often it will, and you can, people can look this up online. It has various safeguards to stop you from generating sexually explicit or adult material and various other kinds of material. And so you have to kind of go through some hoops. And this one wasn't just a single prompt. I had to keep saying, rewrite the story, but do this, rewrite the story, but do that. But I was able to, Generate a story that I felt was pretty high quality with, I think, about four re-prompts. So not, okay. not that much effort on my part.
1: Is it deterministic? So if you enter a prompt twice, does it give you the same thing? No, no.
0: There's definitely, in fact, you can tell it to try again and it will
1: give you kind of a different
0: story. Uh-huh. Um, actually, at one time I was trying to get it to do a piece of literatica and it, uh, it, it had written some boring stuff and then it switched over to writing it as a dialogue just because I said try again and I was really actually kind of getting into the story and then it just crashed. <laughs> like it said, oh, I, you know, something went wrong
1: you mm. know, they, they rebooted the server or something. So maybe that you brought happens. it to its knees. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. It was well, becoming conscious. Why don't you, why don't you hit us with this fine piece of literature?
0: Okay. Um, so I'm just going to, yeah, I'll just read this, uh, this nice, uh, story that it made. I'll read, I'll give the prompt later if you're interested. Okay. Here it goes. Keith had been working on his solution for the advent of code for 15 days straight, and he was starting to feel the strain. He was a brilliant programmer, and he was determined to make it to the top of the leaderboard. But despite his best efforts, Keith couldn't shake off a <laughs> nagging feeling that he was missing out on something. He'd always been a bit of a loner, and he'd never been in a real relationship before. One day, as he sat in front of his computer, struggling to figure out what the next step in his solution, he realized what was missing from his life. He had never been pegged. Keith had always been curious about the sensation of being pegged, and he decided that he wasn't going to let his lack of experience hold him back any longer. He closed his laptop, got up from his desk, and walked over to his phone. He scrolled through his contacts, looking for someone who might be willing to help him fulfill his fantasy. He finally settled on a woman named Monica, who he had met at a party a few (laughs) months earlier. She was a bit of a wild one, and Keith figured she would be up for just about anything. He dialed her number, and she picked up after a few rings. Hey Monica, it's Keith. I was wondering if you would be interested in coming over to my place and helping me with something, Keith said, trying to sound casual. Sure, what do you need? Monica asked. Well, I've never been pegged before, and I really want to try it out. I was hoping you would be willing to come over with a strap-on and peg me, Keith said, his heart pounding in his chest. Well, there was a pause on the other end of the line, and Keith held his breath, waiting for Monica's response. Sure, why not? I'll be over in an hour, Monica said, and Keith couldn't help but smile. An hour later, Monica arrived at Keith's apartment, and he led her to his bedroom. She had a, brought a strap-on with her, and she quickly got ready to peg him. Keith lay back on the bed, his heart racing with anticipation. Monica oh, strangled him, and he felt the strap-on press against his anus. <laughs> are, are you ready? Monica asked, and Keith nodded. <laughs> Monica slowly pushed the strap-on into Keith, and he let out a gasp of pleasure as it entered him. She began to thrust, and Keith felt himself overwhelmed by the sensation. The strap-on felt smooth and firm, and it was slightly warm to the touch. As Monica continued to peg him, Keith felt his arousal building, and he couldn't help but moan with pleasure. Oh, no. Monica leaned down and whispered in his ear, You've got a modest... (laughs) Hang on, this is important. Leaned down and whispered in his ear, You've got a modest-sized penis, Keith, but don't worry. (laughs) I'll take good care of you. I'll make you feel like LeBron James. (laughs) The dirty talk only increased (laughs) Keith's arousal, and he soon erupted in a powerful climax. He felt his semen shooting onto his stomach, and he couldn't help but be curious about the taste. Keith reached down and collected a glob of semen on his finger, (laughs) and he brought it to his mouth. He tasted it. It was salty and slightly bitter. Keith lay back on his bed, completely satisfied. He and Monica spent the rest of the evening together, enjoying each other's company, and although Keith never did finish his- (laughs) never did finish his solution for the advent of code he didn't regret a single moment of it that's the part so you you think that's the end of the story you you think that the pegging the semen eating
1: the lebron james and the modest sign penis were realistic yeah but hanging out with monica is a bridge too far yeah i hear you i wonder were you impressed by the story (laughs) uh that sounds about yeah well okay I'm impressed generally with ChatGPT and that it's able yeah. to generate such, uh, I mean, I can imagine the prompts you used to get it to do that, but I mean. Well,
0: some of the things I didn't have to tell it, like it just came up with LeBron James. <laughs> right, right, right.
1: It did, it, several things. Uh, yeah, you must have prompted it <laughs> to say, well, the advent of a code thing and then uh, consuming my own semen. And, and Monica yes. Monica's all of the ex, ex-girlfriend of mine that Mike and I are, well, Mike's familiar with.
0: Yeah, all of the important details were prompted, I would say. It, it, although it does an excellent job of fitting in things. Yeah, the original story I wrote had someone named Sarah and someone named John. Actually, I only had to re-prompt it once, meaning I gave it an initial prompt. And mm-hmm. then I sort of gave it one more prompt to um, you know, bring it closer Massage to what I wanted. Telling it. Yeah. Yeah, telling it to change the names of the people. Asking it for some dirty talk, etc. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, for better or worse, this isn't a tech podcast, but you know, it seems like high schoolers and certainly undergraduate college level courses are now going to have this huge problem where kids don't need to write essays anymore. Uh, that's true. That's the the story co- coherency of that is much better than basically all high schoolers and probably a significant number of. At least non top top tier university uh, students, right? Students, that's yeah, it's
0: incredible. <clears throat> yeah, I was using the um, the old Oculus uh, earlier today <laughs> to uh, see what the latest was on the, and it's still not great, but they've added some new features. I, I don't, okay. I might have mentioned this on the podcast. They added a thing where, I mean, the Oculus uh, is you wear a thing around your head; it's kind of heavy and bulky. It's kind of lame, and then there are these two things you hold in your hand, one, one in each hand. Mm -hmm. However, they're clearly adding the capability for it to detect where your hands are just using its cameras that are built into it. And so if you put down those two things, it now can, it puts arms in the display. So you see arms in front of you. And if you move your arms around, they're correct or that, yeah, they seem correct. Yeah. And I think that it, it doesn't seem to work quite yet, but they, uh, I think they're getting to the point where you could, would, could, um, just put down the hand things and for example, control, uh, the little, you know, where you are, seek a video with yep. your, with your hands. Yep. Uh, another thing that's kind of amusing is if you're using it the way our audience members probably would use it. Um, <clears throat> uh, if you catch my drift, uh, <laughs> you, if you look down in your lap, you'll see what your hand is doing there. If you get my drift. Oh, no. That. Yeah. Now it can't detect the other body parts down there. Although I could, can't imagine that would be too complicated, but you yeah, just see yet. your hand in sort of a circular, like, okay pose, uh, you know, your fingers. Yeah. And your thumb together doing yeah, the yeah. obvious moving up and down. Um th- one thing I would say, and the reason the reason this made me think of that is while while I was using it, I was not terribly impressed by the content, as I typically am not. I was thinking to myself, wow, if you combine this with uh something that has force feedback, meaning that like I can, it feels as if there's something, for example, if I touch the actress in the scene, I can sort of feel it somehow if my hand would be stopped by a glove or something. Yeah. And if you had the actress run, you know, running through something like G- Chat GPT, she could say like contextual things and understand what I say, and like I could yeah. absolutely imagine something that was pretty realistic
1: uh, in short order. Yeah, uh, I think. I mean, a lot of people think we're at some sort of turning point here, and you know, Chat GPT. I mean, this is just the first one that's been released. Apparently, it's already like two years out of date and uh gpt4 is coming out soon so good we'll see. See what gains are made there and then yeah as for masturbating and ai i mean i think haptics are going to get better and better and you know if you combine good physical force response with adaptive dynamic porn man uh, yep yeah i mean it's good for men it's very good for yes. men Yeah. And I mean, for someone like you
0: who's looking for this, uh, there could be some machine that pegs you and talks (laughs) to you as
1: Monica did, whispers to you
0: in your ear and so forth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If only I could find someone to peg me, that's uh, what's been holding me back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it might be embarrassing for some men to have a human peg them. So having a machine do it might fit the bill better.
1: I think you can already do that, right? Sure. But this would be much
0: more it would seem like it's real pro. Of course, yeah, fair point that why not just get a person. And in fact, being pegged carries no STI risk. So, What?
1: That's not true. Well, well they're not. They're oh. just putting a piece of plastic on your butt. Pegged, pegged, pegged. Yeah, yes, yeah. right. Sorry. I forgot that we decided a number of episodes ago that pegging definitionally meant it had to be a dildo. Oh, oh you thought it could be another man? Well, we litigated that back then. Yeah.
0: I don't think so. I think that's just gay anal, anal sex. And if it's a right. trans woman, I'm not sure what you call that. Right.
1: So, tricky middle ground. Yeah. Okay. All right. I wanted to talk about this cam girl who's feeling a bit physically exhausted by her job. Uh, she says she's thinking about not using dildos anymore. I use a lot of dildos on my shows, fuck machine, torso man, etc. I don't know what those things are, but I can imagine enough. And I reach thousands of viewers on my room, but it makes me exhausted because I get online for more than six hours usually and I'm always doing penetration stuff. I see so many girls with thousands of viewers and never even use dildos or rarely do. Do you think it could work for me as well? Or maybe I made my guys used to it and my viewers would not increase without it because I feel my viewers only goes to 4K plus when I'm doing this kind of stuff or maybe I'm not being patient enough. Really makes me sad that I wake up all broke all broke on the next day. I don't know what she Broke means. down, maybe? Oh, yeah, weird. I think she meant to say, wake up all broken. Oh, got it. And some girls make the same amount as I do without having to do so many penetration stuff. I want to change my mm-hmm. shows, but I'm afraid of not receiving enough tokens anymore. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, uh, let's see.
0: Well, you don't, you don't frequent that many of these sort of cam shows, do you?
1: No, but... I have seen porn, and you have, yeah. Like watching a girl just like physically abuse herself is not that compelling. Would you? You mentioned a couple of weeks ago that you have in
0: your life given money to an OnlyFans person. Uh, oh yeah. Would you have you ever done that for a cam girl? Uh, no,
1: I have not. Okay,
0: is there some sort of? I, I wonder about this for a few reasons. Maybe I don't know if it's. The multiplicity of sites you would have to give your credit card number to, if there's some technical reason or something else. But I mean, the, the, it. Uh, I've also never done that, um, but I, I, I'm not sure why. I also have never done OnlyFans. I'm not sure why exactly. I just haven't. Do you have Do you have a reason why you don't do that?
1: I don't know. And now that you've brought it up, it's something that maybe I could consider. So I am of the opinion that. Uh, Given enough time in front of a woman, I can seduce them generally, or at least okay. I think I am you know significantly above average of this and, and you know maybe that's immodest, but I, I think that is generally true and so things like uh, online dating, when I can get a date normally go well and uh, but the problem is it, it's sort of frustrating to try to get a date that way and so right that was why I initially looked at, uh, seeking arrangement. Uh, I've, I've still never paid anyone on there, but it, it's easier to meet people on there. And once you've met, uh, I I feel like, uh, yeah, I do well. And so, yeah, I mean, (laughs) why not pay, you know, some tiny amount of tokens to get five or 10 minutes chatting with like some sort of spectacularly, beautiful person on one of these campsites. Now, the problem is I don't think the people on these campsites are that compelling.
0: Interesting. Okay. I mean, it's not just chatting. You can have them do whatever you want, right? Although maybe that's- uh,
1: That is not compelling to me. I don't want people pretending to be aroused by me. It's not.
0: Why does it have to be they're pretending they're aroused by you? Couldn't it be uh, that you have some sort of fetishy thing you want to see someone do? Or do you not have that?
1: Sure. I don't think I have such a thing. I mean, I- and most of those things that men have women do on campsites are kind of uh, well. I was going to say there's sort of dominance play, but there are some men who what what do they call them? Cash pigs or pay pigs? Oh, you're talking about financial domination. Yes, fin dom. <clears throat> yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, okay. So, so in other words, you would not find it compelling to offer a woman ten dollars to like fist herself.
1: Right. Yeah, that's not. It's like the opposite of what I want. I want I like I think I like being liked. I like I like it when people think I'm cool. And mm-hmm. so yeah, like I think the thing that would make something like that worth considering is that yeah, it's like speed dating almost. That makes sense.
0: I think yeah, so so what what I think you're I mean at core what you're saying is that paying I'm not not totally sure why you would pay on OnlyFans, but okay. But paying on a campsite is really for somebody who is pretty sure he would not ever be liked. It's more of like an incel behavior. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes some sense to me. Okay.
1: Yeah. The reason I pay for people on OnlyFans is, I think I've paid for like three or four people ever. And it'll be because I've like happened upon their content somewhere. And... I think they're really attractive. And OnlyFans pricing is clever. It's normally like $3 or $4. Some people charge like $30, but I think... Well, yeah, I mean, obviously you would need 10 times as many subscribers if you you do three, but I would never pay $30. And three feels like basically nothing. Got it. So... Well, I'm guessing
0: that actually the bigger barrier for you might be actually just like pulling out your credit card, like just having to do anything
1: financial is sort of annoying, right? Yeah. Once you sign up for OnlyFans, it's one click. Got it. Okay. So it's like Amazon. Yeah. Interesting. They've dialed that in. That's smart. I do have to leave my incognito window, which is not great.
0: Uh, cause you have to, well, you not you just log in in your incognito window. So probably in.
1: I don't know. I'm guessing only fans has uh two factor authentication. So they're going to, and this is because
0: you surf porn normally in incognito mode. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. I never do that. I think you've, uh, I've, I, I think I've talked to you before about being at work and, <laughs> uh, having to, uh, I had to have, there was some problem with my laptop and there was this, this particular job, there was a, um, kind of an IT room you could go to, like a a, a Mm -hmm. place uh, where where you could get help. Um, And I went there and the guy's like, oh, you just need to type this in the browser bar. And like the first letter of whatever it was, was P. And it was just
1: all porn. Yeah. And he's like, ah, And just kept going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm sure IT people just, because most people are not as tech savvy as you and I. And so I'm sure people make... I'm, I'm I like sure. my browser to know what porn I'm looking at. I think it's great. You get
0: better ads served to you. Oh yeah, I don't get any ads because I use AdBlock anyway. Um, yeah, so AdBlock doesn't block every ad. It does for me. I'm great at it. I'm sort of preternaturally <laughs> good at AdBlock. But the, okay, so this chick with the with the uh, with the dildo, what's mm-hmm. what's her concern? She's just saying, well, how do I stop being so dildonic?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think her writing here is a bit incoherent, but I think the concern i'm projecting on her is that i think she doesn't like ramming something in and out of herself 6 hours a day it's probably physically extremely uncomfortable and i would imagine she's sort of confused why other cam girls are able to get away with not doing that and she's worried that if she stops doing that that she will lose some viewers i think she's right because i mean ultimately
0: you get an audience i imagine i mean if you go onto like chatterbait um, people probably don't necessarily notice this when they first go there, but there are sometimes like 50 pages and each page might have 20 people on it of people and you can go to page 50 and see what's going on there. And it's pretty bad, <laughs> yeah. pretty, uh, pretty tough. And, it, uh, yeah, the men, the page 50 of the men is particularly rough.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't (laughs) believe it goes that far. but Because even on page one, most of those men aren't making any money. That's right. Uh, That's
0: right. I mean, you get to page 15. It's just some weird guy in like a clown mask, like showing his asshole to the camera. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, mean, look, it's a pyramid, right? So at the top of the pyramid, you have, uh, you know, the the signature performer on a expensive burlesque show. And she doesn't even have to get nude and she goes and, you know, sings and dance and makes a bunch of money. And then as you go down that pyramid, uh, you have to do things that are probably considered more demeaning and maybe more physically uncomfortable. And, you know, eventually you get to like, you know, the ping pong ball shows and then, you know, you get to Exotica inside yourself, and you know, you can keep going down. And yeah, I mean, I don't know this person. It, it could be that she is compelling enough that she could change her shtick, but uh, right, I, I feel her concern. It's a little risky,
0: yeah. I think that's right. I mean, the only real advice I have is in my experience, shows that have a man in them are often a little more compelling. So, and, right. and it's not because like I'm attracted to the man, it's just because just they're more like combinations of things that can happen. Right. Uh, when it's just a woman, it right at the, it is kind of dull. There's just, there's
1: a limit. So, yeah, that's right. Um, all right, let's move on here. Um, boy, there's a number of ways we can go. Let's cover the topics that I read in the intro. Uh, so this person says, uh, what the hell did he do to his dick? I met, up with an old friend's with benefit last week, without seeing him for almost two years. He always had what I thought was the perfect dick size—plenty big, but not too much where it hurts while we have sex. Honestly, no one else has ever come close to being that perfect size before or since. She really believes she has a Goldilocks penis. Yes. Right Here. All right. We were mis- we were messing around, and I went to grab it and almost yelled, "What the fuck!" It was seriously like three to four times as big as before. He immediately said he'd been using a pump. I'm sorry, but there's no way a pump could do that. Like, it's bigger than a soda can now. It felt very spongy, and he couldn't get hard on top of that, which was fine, because I can't imagine how bad how bad that would hurt. Thinking he had some sort of fat injections or something. I'm not his girlfriend or anything, so it doesn't matter what I like. I just was so bummed he did that to himself when he was totally perfect already. Um. So I selected this topic because I have no idea what could possibly be going on here. Do you?
0: I mean, I think something like this could happen.
1: It is possible
0: to do kind of permanent damage to yourself with something like a penis pump. I mean, you're you're aware of what a penis pump is, right? Yeah. Okay. I I mean, it fits over your penis and sort of sucks on it and thereby... yeah. Pulling yeah, more well, blood into Art, it. Yeah.
1: Let me let me stipulate a few things here. Art. She says it's three to four times as big as before. So women are infamously bad at estimating penis size, which is yes. Um,
0: it's not realistic. I mean, there's not enough. Of the, where
1: would the skin come from? I mean, the for
0: a cylinder, the uh, <laughs> surface area of a cylinder is like two pi r squared. H or no, wait, that might be volume. No, it's
1: yeah, I'm not sure if it's the square of the cube volume for surface area, but in it's, any case, it,
0: it, yeah, it's going to go as like it, it, it grows kind of rapidly, it's going to be kind of the square of the radius or something like that, or right, and, and length, and so forth, maybe radius times length, it grows kind of rapidly, so it's not realistic. And you'd have to right. wonder what she means by three times. It's it probably grew like an inch, all
1: right. Let's, yeah, let's just assume, or maybe it's just wider. I don't know how a penis pump affects. I mean, he said what he did. He said he used a pump. Is it possible that there's some other thing?
0: Yeah, I mean, there there's a surgery you could get where they cut some ligament that yeah. kind of holds your penis in, in place and so it can seem longer. When I was in no. college, I knew a guy who, uh, for the student newspaper, went to a penis enlargement clinic and got a, um, what do you call that, like a, a quote, a consult. That's the right word. Uh huh. Uh, and yeah, they explained to him that they were going to cut this ligament and that it would uh make it so his erections were not at high as high of an angle because I think it's sort of in the it's between the, the ligaments, sort of in the area between your penis and like your belly button, it's in that area. So uh-huh. it's going to be kind of lower. But the idea is that, like, if and this is true, I mean, if you when you get an erection, if you sort of feel between your nuts or you know, kind of toward like your tail, basically wincing is, like, listening to yeah, this, but there, but, but there is right. some like amount more of a cylinder there. I mean, there's more more body to your penis there inside your body and so if you could somehow just like pull that out but you can imagine that then you're disrupting I mean I mean the penis is a little bit of like kind of a cantilevered balcony uh, kind of like a woman's breasts with a bra on right it's, it's yeah. kind of it's kind of levitating there and so as you pull it out it's going to naturally sag more when it's erect um, and I'm sure there are other complications <laughs> that you can get from that so
1: yeah I mean I don't I have wow I have do not have the knowledge about this uh, stuff that you do. Um, I can't imagine it actually being that effective or else I think men would talk about it all the time and consider it all the time.
0: I would think the. the I remember asking this guy, uh, he didn't get the level of detail of course that I would have wanted um, but anyway, <laughs> I, I didn't do the consult that he did. And I remember asking like, well, wait a minute. If you cut this ligament, won't, okay, that's great. It'll kind of seem longer, but as soon as you push it into anything, won't it just push into your body right, more? Like, right. doesn't it go both directions? He didn't have an answer that I strongly suspect that it's, that it's actually hard to get any more useful length out of it.
1: Okay. It's yeah. all style and no, no function.
0: But it is true. I, I once had a penis pump long ago. It's been thrown in the trash many years, uh-huh. Uh but because the sure, pro- there're pro- various problems with it. It's it's kind of I got I actually received it as a joke, a gag gift. And I was oh, like, right. all right,
1: I mean, but for science, you tried it,
0: of course. Yeah, no, it was more than science. But and it does. <laughs> I mean, it creates this suction and it does sort of enlarge your penis. But then it also gives this little bit of this like pins and needles feeling. Like yeah, um, like yeah. If you just put your finger in your mouth and kind of sucked on it a lot, like the finger would start feeling weird after a while, or maybe your mouth would too. Like you're just kind of you're kind of. Putting yourself in a vacuum or whatever, and, and it wasn't great. Uh so I, I didn't I don't think I think I only used it like twice and it just didn't How do long much for me. Does it last? I'm not sure. Not that long. Not that long.
1: Okay. Yeah. On the order of minutes or something.
0: Yeah. So that's another thing that's weird about this, the notion that his penis was like changed in some permanent way. I mean, there's also right. like uh I remember when I was a kid, um, I tried putting a rubber band <laughs> around the the base of my penis while beating off. And yeah. that did something weird too. I remember being <laughs> like, I shouldn't do that. There were a couple. I had that one. And I also tried holding my breath while nutting. And I uh-huh. didn't, that was bad too. Uh, that one, the reason that Some one's bad- Some people
1: really like that. Some people like that so much that they- uh, he killed kill himself. himself yeah
0: yeah i knew i knew uh, some kid on the bus this kid named ed <laughs> uh turned around one one day on the bus in eighth grade and was like hey you know what autoerotic asphyxiation is because my mom uh-huh. just told me his mom uh-huh. told him right it was a little bit of a helicopter parenting town i lived in and mm-hmm. he told me and i was like well I, I never thought of that but i'll be sure not to do it ed um i think there I was learned. a
1: john grisham novel or something that had Autoerotic asphyxiation in it around that time because yeah I well, think I was in like sixth grade or seventh grade when I read that book didn't like David Carradine, Caradine whatever his name is the guy who yeah. played that was
0: in Kill Bill didn't he do that to himself yes he did or, I mean purportedly I of course have no first second or third hand knowledge of this
1: no I mean it was reported widely <laughs> okay okay
0: uh but yeah the um the reason why so the rubber band the problem with that was it did kind of do something strange I just remember like. Th- It seemed like the blood couldn't get out of your penis properly, so it just looked bad. I was like, this doesn't doesn't seem good. I I don't think I experienced any permanent effects. And then the the holding your breath thing, have you done that before? Yes. Okay. I think I hyperventilated and then
1: held my breath. Have you done that? No, I have not experimented with breath holding that much. Okay. So I did that. And What if um, you like it? I mean- I I, I didn't like it. (laughs) I know, but- the problem but, uh, that I, th- I was—I was
0: like a teenager, and I was doing it at home in front, probably in front of the computer in a semi-public area. Uh, I could—I knew my parents weren't home. I knew nobody was home. But uh-huh. the problem is, like, I—I I, I knew because of the way I felt that I could easily have passed out, and I was like, I can't, I can't pass out in this condition. Right? Can you imagine you come home and your son's like passed out with his dick <laughs> out and <laughs> semen all over it's his just stomach, not...
1: <laughs> or for yeah. you it would be all over
0: his uh, sleeping bag. Right. <laughs> um, right.
1: Yeah, that would be an absolute
0: disaster for all involved. So I think I tried that once. And and also, it was uncomfortable because, I mean, passing out is kind of uncomfortable, at least for me. Like, I didn't, it didn't make me high or feel good or anything.
1: Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I haven't experimented with uh, breath holding. Some women like to be choked a bit while they're orgasming. I've I've run into that a
0: few times. Yeah, I I read a thing recently, probably in the last two weeks, where a woman was saying that her impression is that the vast majority of women just go along with that, that they don't get anything out of it.
1: Um, So I don't know. I suspect that is generally true. In my case, it can't be because I don't initiate it. I've had multiple women. Yeah, like ask for it or like grab my hands and put it on their neck. I'm always like, all right.
0: Let's talk about the grab their hand and because so ask for it is just in a non-sexual setting. They're like, hey, I really like some choking play. Mm, you, maybe. Okay, what, yeah, what I don't remember. You know, could you try to remember one? I could see if we could have a story written for us about it. I'll write
1: a story. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Really? I don't. Yeah, okay. I don't think it'll be that interesting anyway, but enough with chat GPT.
0: Okay, uh, how about uh, how about the? Um, oh, I was just going to read it for myself. I wasn't going to read it on the podcast. <laughs> but the, uh, I just I, I got to have some. No, through. I I think some women during the act what happens.
1: I think like some how? women. Okay, look, there's mm-hmm. two things. There's first, women often enjoy feeling submissive, and so some amount of, um, dirty talk or choking or bondage or. You know, and then, you know, there's a whole spectrum there, but people like playing with that edge because I think that can enhance the experience for them. So some people just like being choked because it makes them feel more submissive. Some people, I think, also have this uh, autoerotic asphyxiation thing where their orgasms are more intense if they are, I guess, oxygen deprived while they're coming. And I'm not sure I've actually run into that now that I think about it. Or at least I'm probably not enthusiastic at choking enough to be useful in that scenario, anyway. Right. So yeah, I'm just.
0: But when okay, but when it when the woman sort of putting your hands there in the act, like how does what 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 how does that work out? Like you okay, she puts your hands there, and you do what? Do you do you just say no? That's not my thing, or do you go okay? I'll I'll do it a bit. How hard do you push? I mean, it's
1: it's tricky. You don't you. This is one of those things where you definitely don't want to go too far, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. I think yeah, we have a friend who did, who did once. And then, yeah, he was worried that, yeah, like the person was begging him and, you know, he's worried that there like could be some bruising or something. Right. Like that's not a good situation. Uh, so yeah, like it puts me into this awkward position where I need to almost (laughs) simulate, you know, try to do something that, uh, I don't really want to do. And then another thing that people can do is like, once your hands are on their neck, they can sort of like grab your hands and, you know, hold them there. I see. Okay.
0: I was just curious if it's more the sensation of something around their neck or if there's actually like a level of pressure that's
1: required to make it compelling. Well, I mean, I think it varies by person, but I think simply the sensation might be enough for a woman to sort of imagine the things she wants to imagine to feel more submissive. Okay. Okay. Some people sense. probably actually want to be choked out. Uh, I'm not sure I've run into that yet. Maybe I have. I just I just won't do it. and like I think right. women can detect that like if they ask me, if they keep saying harder, like eventually I'm just going to be like, no. Hmm, hmm. we need to stop and talk about this. That makes uh, sense. But I think and I think other men are probably way more aggressive in that in that sense, and you know maybe sure. best partners for these people have been as well. so yeah, that makes yeah. sense. All right. Uh, This person says, my boyfriend admitted to having sex with a guy while dating me. Uh, So this is written by a woman. I feel like I don't even know him now. We've been together almost six years. He said there was something that has been bothering him. He told me that five years ago, he had sex with a guy one time. He said he doesn't know why he did it, Mm. but but he hasn't done it since. He said he is bisexual, but likes women more. He said he's about 80% girls and 20% guys. He's 23. I'm so mad right now. I thought I knew him. And I thought he loved me, but I guess not. We were dating about eight months when this happened. I think he mu- he must have slept with a guy when after they were dating for eight months. This is sickening. You should have told me sooner, so I could have left him. I need advice on what to do now. I guess I will break up with him. Okay, this is the plot of that show, Love Is Blind. Did you did this show cross your radar at the beginning of the pandemic? It did not. Why don't you say a little bit about it? Yeah, it was on Netflix. It was you know their algorithm. Made it the number one thing for the week. So a bunch of people watched it. But the premise was there are eight men, eight women, and then they can talk to each other for, I think, a few weeks. And there's a screen. They can't see each other. And I think they had to propose to each other before they could see each other. And then. Were any of them like really unattractive? Um. I'm trying to think if there were any huge mismatches. I don't think there were. I think they're in well, season oh. three now. I only saw season one.
0: So the producers probably promised them that there'll be some... I assume there's a reveal at some point also, right? There is, yeah. 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 And they're probably uh, promised that they won't be just completely... I mean, it's not a problem of a mismatch. I would think it's just... I mean, they're the obvious things. I mean, if somebody's got like a missing leg or yeah, some whatever. kind of All deformity... Love right. Blind center. is a stupid show, but one, okay, of, the, on.
1: one of the... Uh, contestants revealed to the girl that he was bisexual after they had been seeing each other for a while. And she was extremely... But a while was like five dates or something. Did he give her a (laughs) monkeypox? This was before monkeypox, right? It was early in the pandemic. Because that would be one of the risks. Uh, Okay, and how did she react? Extremely poorly. She broke up with him and then there was a bunch of discussion online about... Who was in the wrong there? Her reaction was very bad and sort of seemed potentially a bit homophobic, and so that was the focus of most of the concern. But what was her claimed reason? And the reason I ask this this is that my guess is
0: it's okay. The real reason I would guess would be the obvious one, which is simply that she doesn't. I mean, okay, Uh, it's one thing for a woman to find out her partner you know, is really attractive or something or still on a dating app or something and might attract another woman. It's a whole different thing that the guy could just get on Grinder. I mean, it, that, it, it would, you know, it's, it's, you're just learning the guys really close to the precipice all the time. right? Uh, and then, and then also there could be, I don't know if the word homophobia is right, but there could just be, yeah, that she doesn't want to, that she finds it. She's not into uh, gay stuff. Um, that's not her thing. But I'm guessing that what she said it was was similar to this posting where it's where
1: it's like, oh, he was dishonest. Yeah, I think she tried to take that tech. I don't remember. This right. show was stupid and it was a while ago. Okay. But I think Yeah, unfortunately it was on camera when she found out and she reacted very badly in the moment. And so she wasn't really able to <laughs> do the PR damage control she would have liked to have done. I mean, everyone I see see that like the reason why she was upset was mostly the gay thing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, like I think, gosh, yeah, I think a man being bisexual is a harder pill to swallow than a woman revealing that she's bisexual. Oh, for sure. It's ironic a little bit because a woman, I mean,
0: yeah, and we see this with the MMF threesome, of course, a woman, you know, will be disgusted by a guy giving a blow to a guy, but she herself does it. So it's it's sort of interesting. It's
1: you know. It's, yeah. 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 Well. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I suspect this man is revealing that he's bisexual because he's actually trying to get out of the relationship. That this just oh, you seems think? like a. Well, who knows? I mean, I guess it could also be they've been together six years. It maybe he like doesn't like having secrets anymore, and he's finally worked up the courage to tell her. But to That's what? That's not how
0: I would get out of a relationship. Hey, babe. Like, just so you know, I like I'm on grinder. <laughs> it's not. It's just not because. Well, there are various reasons I wouldn't use that. I mean, there, there are a lot of. I mean, you could just be honest. But there, are, even if you want to be dishonest, which I respect, there's other clever dishonest things you could
1: say, right? Well, maybe it's that he wants to go explore this a bit more still I th- okay all right may- so you're saying he's being honest okay fair yeah Maybe. I had a friend who got broken up with and I, d- I don't remember if I, if this is exactly what happened but I think this is what happened he got broken up with and then she told him that she was gay that yeah that she wanted to date women and then of course he saw her on various dating apps uh seeking men which- ah yes was sort of a kick kick in the balls and i'm not sure like i can imagine somebody's thinking in their mind like okay this i'm gonna soften the blow here i'm gonna tell them that i'm actually gay it's not that i don't like them it's that i'm gay and then but i mean they're gonna find out you're not gay, right unless you somehow cut off all contact which is difficult in this social media era yeah that's probably right uh
0: So, okay. Fair. So it's basically not, well, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a tricky tactic. Of course, the fact that she wanted to try out women doesn't mean she couldn't also be trying out men. Do you really, I mean, I guess when someone breaks, oh, you've, you've never been broken up with basically. Right. I mean, for the sake of this conversation, effectively. Yes. Right. So, uh, yeah, I wonder then when guys get broken up with, if they really care, uh, what the reason is. I mean, I always assume that, uh, when a guy gets broken up with his, the number one thing he's upset at
1: about in the moment is the loss of easy access to sex. That's not a, not a concern for me, but maybe for most. Yes. Yeah. I
0: mean, well, I think it's not a concern
1: as the, okay.
0: I think that the fat, whether that's a concern for you, uh, this is a great point I'm going to make. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, I'm re- Yeah, this is going to be so so amazing. <laughs> the the because uh, it makes so much sense. How much of a concern that is for you relates directly to uh, the odds of you getting broken up with. Yes. So of course. Right. So so you're not. So the, the so those things go together. So the kind of guy who gets broken up with is, is either uh yeah is, is going to be the kind of guy who would be upset about that. Uh, the only times I've been broken up with were like early twenties. Right. By an early 20s woman. And of course, I think that happens to most guys. And well, the early 20s woman has an incredible amount of currency, right? I mean, she's right. she's all right. powerful. right? Uh, and so I don't care how, you know, unless you're like a movie star, she's pretty powerful. So, uh, but but of course the tables turn in your 30s and on for the man. And so then, for, for a lot of men rather, yeah. And so then the woman yeah. is not going to break up with you because you, uh, she doesn't have that that, that, that tool Uh, to needle you with. So, right. Yeah. So i just,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, it's not a great situation when, uh, yeah, like it would, it's better, I think for men to have some pressure on them to, uh, be interested and like do the things that their partner wants them to do because of, you know, some sort of need for sex. I, th- I think that's sort of the more natural state of affairs. Yes,
0: yes. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. What you're saying is that you think that, I mean, uh, as a man great, gains more power later in life, or whatever, after after say your twenties are over, yeah, uh, that it's actually it it, it actually unbalances male female relationships.
1: Yes, and, and yeah, one thing that women it. have, I mean. There can be other things, but most often, the thing that they can leverage things with is access to sex. And right. when when they don't become the gatekeeper for that, that can cause some issue in relationships.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: I mean, yeah, that's an interesting point. Yeah. And and also
0: with technology, not just the Oculus giving you uh, free VR stuff, but honestly, just like Tinder, just making it so that uh, as a man, all you really have to do is decide what level of woman you're seeking. When I say level, I just mean attractiveness level or compellingness level. Yeah. And if you're willing to go to a certain level, you will certainly match with somebody
1: and be having sex soon. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we allude to this every so often, but I do think that the future of uh, male sex seeking is going to get really good for men. (laughs) and. It's going to get tricky for women because I think lots of men will be able to find that their desire for various sex stuff is fully served without actually getting a woman involved.
0: Yeah. And so,
1: yeah. It won't just be AI and haptics. There will be other things too. Anyway, yeah, but I long promised to talk about that sometime, but not tonight. Uh, okay. This person says a girl just canceled our second sex date because I didn't have a sex face. Never heard anyone bring up my sex yeah. face until now. I didn't even know it was a thing, but according to a girl I had sex with a few days ago, I had no sex face. She su- showed me some examples of good sex face guys make and encouraged me to copy them. LOL. She even sent me a digital drawing of my sex face and the AI is taking over Mike and asked if I would, enjoy staring staring at that during sex oh she drew what she thinks he looks like i'm guessing it was like i'm imagining a smiley
0: smiley face drawn in ms paint or something right
1: (laughs) i said i got the picture literally she was savage as fuck are so-called sex faces something the average person pays attention to uh and then the first comment is first time hearing it what's a sex face looked like according to her This guy says, I tried to add one of the pictures she sent me in my comment, but it got shadow banned or something, so I deleted it. Based on her examples, she basically wanted me to look like Tom Holland during an intense workout. Okay. Who's Tom Holland? Uh, I think he played Spider-Man. I think he's sort of cherubic looking, actually. Oh, that guy. Okay. Okay. Do you have a sex face?
0: I mean, everybody has an orgasm face. Is that what she's talking about? I don't think so. I think it's kind of the serious... It's like um I think I yeah, I think I understand what she's talking about. It's 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 the kind okay. of serious face the man gets when he's, you know he's down getting down. Focused to business on the now. task at hand. Yes, okay. Yeah. I mean I'm imagining the, the place where it's the grossest is when there's uh maybe a movie, a scene in a movie, or frankly in like a sexual harassment training <laughs> where <laughs> right. You know, there's some a man, maybe an older than her man, and a woman having a conversation, and then the man tries to turn it to sex, and he gets a very serious look, like kind of penetrating look. Yes, and I think that's the face that she's talking about.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So,
0: do you want to try to do your sex face, and I can comment no, on it? Absolutely okay.
1: not. Even even though this is a uh, audio only medium,
0: I don't right, even really we want are, to
1: show you my. I hear you. Do you,
0: do you, well. Given that information, do you think? You could do it if you needed to, like in the mirror later.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Do you think you look the same as?
0: Do you think when you're doing that, do you look closer to the way you look when you're angry or happy?
1: Probably angry.
0: That's what I think too. Yeah. Yeah. It's some
1: kind of like intense focus. And yeah, right. It's not, it's not. It's not kind.
0: So just looking, so for example, if you just had a guy and all you could see was his face, like imagine a beautiful agony, but for the man Mm -hmm. giving the sex face and you just hear like a slapping sound, you wouldn't know if he was, you know, penetrating her deeply in the dog or just giving her a spanking or a whipping, whipping her with a forsythia switch, right? Right. I just thought that was a funny thing to say. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> you well, know, it, this is the thing. Is like, is like, okay, you, if you if you had if the face of a man delivering a beating and the face of a man delivering uh, laying pipe, as it were, is the same face, more or less.
1: Yeah, you know. I think so that's maybe right. it's
0: maybe maybe what the woman's looking for there is like a man that will discipline their future children properly, right? He's got he has the right look. If you're just too nice or too like kind of,
1: yeah. You know, I, I mean, I don't duddy. know why I don't know why they want that, but yeah, I mean. It- I was thinking about the face you make when you're like interacting with a with a three year old, right? Like you're just trying to seem kind and safe and open. And oh, that's not a know, good face. You know, you sort of like exaggerate the the smile and stuff. And then there's the face you make when, like, I don't know, maybe you're going to have to. You know, you're angry at the hotel you're staying at, and you're going to go have words with the manager at the front desk, and you're pissed off about something. Right. Yeah, I, th- I think it's much closer to that latter thing than the former. Yeah. Well, the other thing I thought of is um, there's a
0: there's a strain or a thread that you'll see on female-oriented subreddits of women talking about. You know, it's ba- it basically. Well, I actually asked. I, I don't know. Did I bring this up last week? The thing about um, the female equivalent of a dick, or what women want instead of a dick pic. Did I say that? I probably did. That women want a. a I don't a remember cum, yet. Pum- maybe video with uh, with the sound on. And oh, Ali agreed. Yeah. She said, yes, yeah. that's what I, yeah, what I remember. We want. So I mean, actually, if I, I I could ask Ali later if we can give out her email address, so men could give her cum shot videos <laughs> with the sound on. I think she said she wanted to know the guy, but maybe we can negotiate on that. Anyway. <laughs> uh similarly to that. Rip uh, her uh, inbox. Yeah. <laughs> let me get, you know, she could use a uh, Proton Mail or whatever, some fake yeah, sure. brand service. Sure. Uh, but okay, hang on. So so the uh Similar to that, there's a fair amount of content or female-oriented content where women will talk about how turned on they get by a man fixing something, a man fixing an engine or the sink Mm -hmm. or kind of doing something seriously. And when I've seen that, I've always thought, oh, that's the same kind of- Oh, interesting. uh, uh, Behavior they want him to have toward her body. It's like he's he's now doing that to her body. And I think that's right. Like guys get very serious about the sex act. Well, right? It's like, you oh, here now
2: going to do my thing.
1: I mean, you could imagine, you know, when you're doing something competently, you're, you're focused on it. And right. because you're competent at it, you know, the, the look makes sense and it seems appropriate. If you're doing something incompetently, you might, especially if it's sex, you might have sort of like a shit grin on your face and look sort of confused about what you should do next. I mean, that is obviously not, compelling and so maybe right. that's what she was complaining about yeah I mean you know she wants it's it's like the difference in porn between a man sort of
0: sternly saying time for you to open your mouth to stick out your tongue or whatever and just kind of giggling or something I mean they want to be you know, yeah. told what to do in a serious way I think that's what's yeah. going on here he's just not masculine enough for her so it's a very negative signal
1: I think yeah maybe he's also um, bisexual who knows? I'm trying to think about if anything in his writing here seems immature. I mean, he did start a couple sentences with LOL, and he misused literally, so he's young. Mm. How did he misuse literally? Uh, actually, this is not a bad—this hmm. is not a misuse of literally. All right. Okay. He said, I got the picture literally. Hmm. Yeah, actually, it's kind of a clever usage. It's even mildly that. amusing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. It was because it was a literal picture. All right. Like well, that. then maybe he is competent, and, and our whole theory maybe. is off, Mike. The LOLs are rough. Yeah, <laughs> they are rough. People say no, LOL I mean, now
0: instead of. I think of that emojis. I think this kind of this kind of signaling from a woman is something to pay attention to because I'm sure she's right. You know that she's 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 actually doing a good job looking at her subconscious and seeing what's there. She realizes that. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. Much I mean, like look,
0: the woman who wanted the perfect penis that's now been destroyed. This woman wants the the, yeah. the right face.
1: I have my doubts about uh how many young women actually want to have a series of casual sexual encounters. But to the extent that some women do, they should absolutely just call the herd as much as possible i mean if they want to be like seinfeld and dismiss people for having weird shaped hands or for looking different in different light or for having names they can't remember or whatever it might be uh they may as well because they have like an infinite supply and so you know if you think a guy has a weird sex face cut him loose i actually think it's like a meaningful it
0: could potentially be a reasonable signal because could be yeah. She wants that. She wants a guy who's got a,
1: a, some sort of hard edge a bit. And that actually, I think is probably adaptive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she's letting him down easily. Um, okay. I wanted to read this one. Uh, this is from the sugar lifestyle forum. So I think this is written by a sugar daddy talking about a sugar baby. All right. Second date, yeah. right thing to do, question mark background. I met a beautiful, smart young lady and I really like her. Uh, Meet and greet went great and first date afterward was wonderful. Okay. So for those unfamiliar with the parlance, uh, meet and greet is the first time you meet a potential sugar baby. Usually money d- gets discussed and the first date, uh, very few, uh, sugar, daddy, sugar, baby relationships don't involve sex extremely early. So first date right. going wonderfully strongly implies you probably took her out to dinner, maybe to a show. And then they went back and had sex nice he continues we both expressed interest in a consistent sugar relationship but agreed that the first few dates would be on a ppm this means paper meet. so instead of just giving her some fixed amount monthly he's going to pay her every time he sees her we also expressed possibly to become exclusive down the road but are open about still being on seeking arrangement in other words we're at the very early stages she'll have to leave the area in july so that So that is the max potential for our relationship. We scheduled a date this week, but she is on her period and told me in advance. We then agreed to meet anyway over a coffee with the idea to meet again in a few days. Let's put a pin in that period thing. Coffee Mm -hmm. would likely be quick just to say hi and meet again in a few days. I feel like it would be appropriate to give a gift, but also don't think it would be appropriate to give full PPM for a short coffee meetup. I would really appreciate feedback from you guys. Thanks. And (laughs) some people suggest things like an anti-pms kit or a chocolate bubble bath candles i can't i can't imagine <laughs> like let's say you're dating a 60 year old dude you're 24 you have your period he says he's like not really interested in seeing you because you're menstruating <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, okay, yeah. well, you know, maybe we could meet for coffee. And then he shows up with like an anti-PMS kit. Like, uh, I, yeah, I think that would be. It's interesting
0: to think about what the incentives are here. I mean, who was the person that proposed the coffee date? Was it her or him?
1: We scheduled a date this week, but she's on her period and told me to we then agreed to We then agreed to meet anyway over a coffee. Okay. It's important to me who pushed for it. I
0: mean, if she pushed for it, I've got to think it's about money. If he pushed for it, then it's ambiguous. Uh, it's, well, it's not about money. I mean, he's just trying to – It's. I would say it's much more of just a, hey, let's like get to know each other better, which I think – I don't actually think the woman would expect money in that situation. I mean, part of the – I think that part of the kind of deal in these sugar – daddy, sugar, baby situations is that she wants to just get a little bit comfortable with the guy. I mean, she's got, he's obviously going to have to pay for the date, meaning – buy the coffee, etc., <laughs> And the chocolate chip cookie or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's pretty normal in these situations that everybody knows what the PPM is for. Like that's not confusing.
1: If you are infinitely wealthy, which mm-hmm. often in these sugar daddy situations, they effectively are compared to the girl. Right, like I don't think it's
0: often. I think okay. often I think, Yeah, but but I know what you mean. You mean that like it's certainly possible, and that's a thing that comes that happens.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's say this guy's not trying to save money; he's just trying right. to like maximize his options. One one argument might be that he should just pay her. You know, he should just be as generous as he can, and reel her in that way. A counter argument to that would be that she'll just basically see him as an ATM. And any chance of developing serious feelings or putting in much effort sort of fades away if you are too aggressive with the money early. I don't actually yeah. know. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. From having read the form a fair amount,
0: uh, all the, the reality is that this kind of a question... D- comes down to the guy having limited resources on some right, level. I know. The reason I say I that is because there's this whole terminology around it. They they call them rinsers, Yep. Just like the the, the name for a, da, a sugar daddy that does this is a salt daddy, meaning somebody who like tries to get out of paying. Um, but a yeah. So so, but you know, yeah. Your point, I, I know your point already would be, well, if you have that much money, why do you care if a woman's a rinser? I mean, you know, not 100 of them will be, and even if someone, let's say, you do. Uh, this coffee date and you pay her money and she disappears. Like she may well come back. Like it doesn't actually, if, if you have unlimited money or if you're not really worried about, um, if you're not really worried about the money side of it, then why would you care? Uh, and yet, right. yeah. Th- th- so that winds up being the conversation for the guys. So, so effectively no one has that perspective that I, that I've really read where this guy just says, Oh, I don't, I don't care. Like I'll just pay. And, and I think to your point, if a man really had no financial constraints, yeah, he absolutely should just pay her the PPM for the coffee date because the there's like more than a 50% probability that he's just going to engender a lot of um, positive feelings and she's right. going to just be like, this guy's awesome. Right. Yeah, I mean – And if she does try to get out of like the actual physical part of the relationship, well, he can just break up with her. Right. I mean, you know, so what?
1: Exactly. And, you know, he would have lost a little money. Maybe his like pride will be bothered a little bit that somebody took advantage of him. Like, you have plenty of money, and you sometimes find yourself in situations where you get ripped off and it bothers you, even though the money is completely inconsequential. That's true. I mean, I think, I think you would have to, I think, uh, however, I think that if it were uh,
0: put in context in the way that I think you would in this situation, you'd say, Look, there's a there's a rinser percentage, but you're willing to take the risk. I, I think you've made the argument because a, a common uh, discussion point on Sugar Lifestyle Forum is that you should not pay for the meet and greet at all. And you've made the comment that these guys probably should pay for the meet and greet just because, and I think you're probably right, if they have the money to do it, because paying for the meet and greet, well, ad- admittedly, you will have some set of women that just disappear. Okay. Uh, but you will up level the quality of the women you have the meet and greets with right. a lot. And- yeah. I, all it takes is one or
1: two a year specifically the 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 canonical advice is don't say you're going to give money on the meet and greet but if you like them at the end give them some money Hmm. and so Hmm. that way i don't know i just feel like i mean it's tricky how did that advice become canon i think because that's what the mods suggest to do and then oh is that right yeah i'm not sure I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? Like you, you want people to have some skin in the game themselves and you don't want to get quote unquote rinsed. And so you get most of the, if, if you care about the money, which as you point out, most of these people do. Yes. I mean, that's the truth. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is, yeah, like if you're a reasonable person, that's like likable in any way, you're. Paying to get yourself in front of them, like if they, if they, if they're gonna like you, they're gonna like you. It's and if they're not, they're probably not. But the money might paper paper over that. It's hard to imagine. Go ahead. I don't
0: even think it's that. I think it's simply that. I I agree completely with your statement that if they're gonna like you, they're going to like you, and so forth. It's not that. I don't think it's that the money would paper it over. I think it's that you, um, you. I mean, you have a lot of experience with this on seeking. Uh, you you shoot out one hundred messages. And uh, whatever, fifty of them respond or thirty, whatever it is, and then, well, of those thirty, say you only have n dates, whatever n is, and if you offer to pay, the n is higher. Right. And the thing is, you just get more shots on goal then, and and, I, and yeah. I, I feel very confident that the one, the extra ones you get on average will be higher quality than the ones you didn't get on average. Th- some of them I, will be rinsers, but
1: I, I think your math is right there. There might be a person who is cash sensitive and uh, has tons of time that they might want to do like a zillion first dates to try to find someone but yeah that just seems like a bad strategy that's not what's going on here that's not what that's I know. Not what's going on this is just simply
0: this is simply guys that don't actually have that much money right and they're they're frustrated and also in, in the and the real thing and you're right that like i could imagine getting upset if if i got rinsed i understand that uh, but they're not. The, the issue is they're not able to philo- think about it philosophically. If you look, if you got rinsed ten times in a row, okay, maybe maybe we're wrong then. But I don't. I haven't encountered that before.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's likely. Right. And it would be a good exercise to try not to get frustrated by it anyway. Just be like, look, this is a cost of doing business. Yeah. I'm saving time in the long run here, and I'm improving yeah. my stuff. All right. It's basically so, marketing. Right. Yeah. So that's a wrap on episode ninety six of your mileage yes. may vary. Uh, We like getting feedback. You can give us feedback at ymmvpod at gmail.com or on Twitter at ymmvpod. We pay $10 for all feedback received, so let us know how you'd like to be paid, PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, whatever. You can also ask us questions there, and we can answer them on the show or not if you say you don't want us to answer them on the show. Uh, Thanks to Mike for his time. Thanks for giving us a listen. And we hope to catch you next week on Your Mileage May Vary.
2: Il était une fois un homme et une femme qui se rencontrèrent dans le métro de Paris. Ils étaient tous les deux immédiatement attirés l'un par l'autre et décidèrent de se rendre à l'appartement de la femme. Une fois arrivés, ils se déshabillèrent et se mirent au lit. La femme caressa tendrement le visage de l'homme avant de l'embrasser passionnément. Le désir monta rapidement entre eux et ils se mirent à se caresser mutuellement, explorant chaque centimètre de leur corps. La femme descendit le long du corps de l'homme et prit son sexe dans sa bouche le suçant avec passion pendant plusieurs minutes l'homme gémit de plaisir et lui murmura des mots coquins à l'oreille oh oui six mois bébé gémit-il je veux sentir ta bouche chaude sur moi la femme lui répondit en gémissant et en continuant à le sucer jusqu'à ce qu'il atteigne l'orgasme criant de plaisir Alors qu'il jouissait dans sa bouche, celle-ci avala chaque goutte de son sperme, avant de se mettre à genoux et de lui offrir sa chatte à lécher. « Oh oui, lèche-moi » dit-elle en gémissant. « Je veux sentir ta langue sur mon clitoris. » L'homme s'exécuta avec joie, léchant et caressant son clitoris jusqu'à ce qu'elle atteigne l'orgasme à son tour. Leur jouissance fut explosive et ils crièrent de plaisir alors qu'ils jouissaient ensemble. Une fois calmés, ils se blottirent l'un contre l'autre et s'endormirent, épuisés mais heureux d'avoir partagé un moment de passion intense. Physique et je vais, je faisais je.
1: Entre tes lorins Je vais et je reviens
2: Je me retiens Non